What up, world? Welcome to another episode of RMT. That's Real Men Talk. It's your boy, Stan the Man, coming to you today with another great conversation piece. And before we even get started, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so you can receive the notification. Thank you all again for tuning in. And so let's go ahead and get into the show. And also, before I get started, I haven't did this in a while. I want to give a big shout out to my boy OD, you know, for um for helping me write some of the episodes and producing some of the content that we're coming up with. So shout out to you, OD. Appreciate you, bro. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So on today, we're going to talk about how to embrace change. How to embrace change. You know, we all go through it. It's part of life. It's part of life that comes up that we go through different changes. And I got a little couple of notes here that I like to go over with you tonight. Is that okay? Is that okay? I got a couple of notes I want to go over with you. So change is difficult for all of us, yet it is essential if we want to turn our losses into gains. You know, so everything comes with a price, even change. Everything comes with a price. And so the price of us changing is us elevating ourselves to another level and operating at a level that we should be operating at when when we change. And so what I what I mean by that is that we we when we change, we go into uncharted territory. And when we go into that territory, we seem to be a little afraid of the things that's going on. And everybody don't like change. I don't like change. You don't like change. Some people like change. I ain't going to say everybody don't like change. Some people like to change. Some people like to do different stuff and try different things. But most of us like the comfort of the situation that we're in. And so we don't, we don't like change. We like the stability. We like things to be on the up and up, just on the level ground. And we don't like to rock the boat too often. Certain people like to rock the boat, but in general, just generally speaking, we do not like to rock the boat when it comes to just um, change at all. So since we don't since we don't like to deal with change and we don't like going into change and then doing this and doing that, um, why do we why do we resist change? Let's talk about that. Why do we resist change? And we like things the way that they are you know an old statement went if it's not if it's not broke don't fix it if it's not broke don't fix it why should i change if what i got going on is good you know one thing i i think about is like um the older stores like you had circuit city like at the time circuit city was an electronic place we can go and um, you got like different electronics like VCRs, camcorders, big screen TVs, the latest and greatest technology in electronics. You can get at Circuit City or you can go to Radio Shack. So those are the two leading electronic places that you can go get all the latest and greatest. But one thing about them that they didn't want to change because they was controlling the market. And since they was controlling the marketplace, why should I change? Why should I change? Why should I do the things to 
for for the people that's coming along when I'm already established. I'm already comfortable where I'm at, so why should I change? So they resist. And so since they resist the change, other stores came along. Even with cell phones, you got Altel had the big block phone and even the Razor. Razor was popular when I was younger. You don't even see no Razor phones. You don't see any phones. I haven't seen any phones that's made by Razor. It might be some phones that's made by Razor, but I think it's Motorola. So Motorola made the Razor. So Motorola probably still making phones, but to be the top echelon, like iPhone and different and Samsung, to be those two, they're not in that running. You don't hear anybody saying, oh, um, you got a Motorola? Oh, hear me on the Motorola? What? They don't say that. They might have an iPhone. They might have a, a Samsung, you know, a different Android device that they might text each other, you know, and they might go back and forth with, but you don't hear that many people talking about Motorola because they resist to change with the times. So the new stuff that was coming along, they was like, well, I'm, we already established as a cell phone company, as a cell phone, just providing the phone and not the service. So we good. I ain't got to worry about iPhone. I ain't got to worry about them. I ain't got to worry about Samsung. They making TVs, so I ain't worrying about them. But in order to be innovative, you're going to have to change. Not everything about you. You can keep your cores and your values, but as time progresses, you're going to have to start. You can't resist the change. And I'm going to tell you, this is a funny story right here. And um, that's about my pops. My father, excellent man. When I say excellent, one of the best fathers, one of the best men that I ever met in my life is my father. And yes, I'm bragging on him because he's my father. But yes, I generally feel like that is one of the best men that I ever met in my life. So let's go ahead and get into it. My father, old school guy, didn't want to get on a computer, didn't want to get on the internet, didn't want no cell phone, nothing. You know, he didn't want no Netflix, nothing like that. He was just old school. And so over the years, we talking to him like, Daddy, get on the computer, Dad. Get on the computer. Get online, Dad, and search this up and look this up. It won't take that. It won't take that long. Just get on there. So guess what? He finally got on there, right? He One step at a time. He had no cell phone. We just got him to get online. So once he started getting online and he saw that he can order different parts, he found out about Amazon. Oh, when he found out about Amazon, it was a game change because now he can research as many parts or as many items that he want to purchase. He can do the research on it. Not only can he do the research, he can compare prices. And my dad loved to save money. You know, he loved to save money. And I know a lot of y'all out there like to save money. So he loved to save money. So when he started getting and just doing, getting on Amazon and able to research things, you know what he going to do? He going to sit back. One day going to call me talking about, I would, me and him was discussing something. I was trying to order something. He was like, son, you can go on Amazon. And I'm like, I didn't say nothing. Because I was just happy for him even going on there. So I wasn't going to say nothing. I was like, yeah, Dad, I'm going to go on there and, and, you know, check it out. Even though I knew it, I wasn't going to burst his bubble be like, nah, I already know this and this and that. I said, nah, I ain't going to do that. I just took his advice and listened to him. So he went from the computer to getting Wi-Fi, then set up Netflix, Hulu. I think he had BT Plus. 
And so with him just starting and not resisting that change, it was some things that he become <clears throat> it's some things that he started to enjoy due to him changing. All of it is not bad. All of it's not bad change and all of the things you ain't got to change to go along with trend. But because because in his life, they weren't big on computers when he was growing up. They weren't no big on no internet. They weren't no big on ordering stuff and have it sent directly to your door. So for him and his age to have that opportunity to order something and have it sent directly to his door, to get movies, to get shows and watch the shows at your own discretion. You ain't got to worry about nobody else. It was a big game changer for him. And so if he would have never resist, he would have never got a chance to enjoy the things that came along with the change. And that what happened to us. Sometimes we don't get a chance to enjoy the change because we so resistant to something new. Even though that something new can change our life in a way that we can enjoy our life in a better way because of that change. And so a lot of us resist that. A lot of us resist learning. Uh, I'm just I'm just using me for example. A lot a lot of times I resist learning something new. But in order to be able to, to do the podcast, I had to learn different things. Was it uncomfortable? Yes, because I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to record. I didn't want to get in front of the camera. I didn't know anything about the resolutions of the camera or how to upload to each one of the platforms. I did. But those things I had to learn. But if I would have been resistant to learn those things, I would have never been able to get in front of the camera. I would have never been able to encourage somebody else. Oh, man, you can edit. You can use this software. Was it mistakes along the way? Absolutely. And it was cool. It was cool. I was happy to learn from those mistakes. But if I would have been resistant to change, and a lot of us, some of our ways, let me go here one, one second, then I'm going to get on down the road. But some of the, the things that we need to change about our life, we might need to change, make some healthy um, decision on what we eat. We might need to make some decision on we might need to exercise a little bit more. On men, we might need to go to the doctor more, get checked out when something is going on with us instead of waiting until it gets to a point where we got to be in the hospital or some worse that comes along. That's, that's for men. You know, as you get older, we can't resist the fact that we're getting older. Older cars, they need more attention. They need more service. So now that your body is getting older, yeah, I'm knocking on my own door. Now, you know, you need to go to the doctor to get them tune-ups, you know, get them checked. and make sure that you're good. But we got to understand that our bodies are changing, so we can't be resistant to what comes along with that. And so that's the thing. With, with life, we can't be resistant of the changes that's come along that's going to help us, not harm us, but help us. We can't be resistant of that, even though it's tough and we can work through it and get, you know, to the next level. But let me go ahead. So don't be resistant, you know, to change, you know. Let me get right here. And sometimes, you know, change, it feels like this. When you change, it feels like you personally losing something when you change. Like you personally losing something. What I mean by that is that when you start to leave something alone that's a major part of your life, it'll feel like you're losing out because you're letting it go. And 
one one thing, and I know I always talk about me drinking, but with me drinking, it was a transition. And so me changing from that, it felt like I was losing some friends. Not only I was losing some friends, feel like I was losing a part of myself because drinking had became an intricate part of my life. So since it had become that important to my life, it was part of me. It was part of my personality that I thought it was. I thought it was. But in the grand scheme of things, it was just something that was there to kind of hinder me at the time. I'm not saying that drinking hinders everybody else or stop them from doing what they're doing. But me, it stopped me from doing what I could have been accomplishing the whole time. So that's all I'm saying. But I'm going to say this. And um, let, me, let me read this real quick. This from a, um, a poet and a philosopher, Ralph Waldo Emerson, stated that for everything we gain, we lose something. We like gaining, but we don't like losing. And that's the truth. Let me read that one more time. For everything we gain, we lose something. We like the gain, but we don't like losing. We do not like losing the things but we like gaining everything. We like gaining the bigger bank account. We like gaining the muscle. We like gaining the bigger house. We like gaining the bigger job. We like gaining um, more women. We like gaining the bigger stock portfolio. We like gaining a, the bigger business. We like gaining those things, but what are you willing to lose in order to gain those things? Are you willing to lose time? going to the gym? Are you ready to lose that food, to lose that weight, to get in shape? Are you willing to sacrifice your money to put into your business and make and wait for a little while in order to gain more money? Are you willing to? And I, I, I'm going to say this. Are you willing to lose loved ones to gain wisdom? Are you willing to lose money to gain wisdom? Are you willing to Lose that that wife or, or, or lose that, that girlfriend or lose those things that's important to you in order to gain that wisdom. No. No. I don't. I, I'm, and let me be honest because I'm human. Do I like to lose a lot of things? No. I don't like to lose my keys or lose. No. We don't like to lose. We don't like to take losses. But taking losses is a part of life. And if we can learn from our losses. If we can take and sit back and say, you know what? What do I need to learn from this situation? Easier said than done. It's easier said than done. Let me sit back. Let me learn what I need to learn from what I lost. What did I lose? How did I lose it? When did I lose it? What was I going through when I lost that? It's so easy to keep going and be like, you know what? Okay, it happened. Let me move on. If we take the time to kind of analyze what we're doing, we can do it better the next time. We can do it better the next time. Do I like gaining? And this is the thing. We might like gaining money from our job to work our job or to work our business. But a lot of times we might lose time with our kids. We might lose time with our family. We might lose time. We might lose precious moments. But. We're trying to earn and, and build something for the future to make sure that they are good. But you might lose some time. I'm, I'm just saying in order to gain anything, you're going to have to lose something. 
unfortunately, you're going to have to lose something. We gain our salvation by Jesus losing his life. Well, not losing his life, him giving it up. So it was something that was taken away in order for us to gain something. And the things that we lose sometime in order to get what we need, it hurts. Man, it hurts. It hurts taking a loss. It hurts losing people. It hurts losing money, losing your house, losing your cars, going down to bankrupt. It's tough doing those things. It's tough losing somebody going to jail uh, for five or six years, 10 years, or for the rest of their life. That's tough. And, 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 and we, as human beings, sometimes we got to ask the question, like, what can I learn in that loss? But at that moment, you don't be thinking about that. You be thinking about the loss. But as you get further down the road, you realize, you know what? I can see why that happened. I can see why this was in place. This was in place sometime. Sometimes we be we still wonder, but we still have to go on in life, you know. And even I'm 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 gonna say this. Even when we go through changes and we do certain things, like change can be awkward to us because we're doing something new. We're doing something new, like when you start when you start on a different journey or like when you start to do something new, it can feel awkward at times if you if you're playing basketball and somebody tell you to shoot the ball a different way, it'll feel funny because your your arch ain't right, or they want you to dribble different, or you get to work and they want you to do the job a certain way. When you've been doing it like that for years, I've been working here for years. This new person coming here want me to change everything or you have somebody evaluate your business, go over your business and be like, OK, I want you to change this and that. I mean, it's, it's awkward. To step into roles that you didn't ever think you would have to be in, it's awkward to step in those roles. Everybody think that, oh, well, I'm going to be prepared for anything that comes along in life. No. You're not. And some of the roles that you're going to have to feel coming up in life, you might not be ready for it. And it might be awkward standing, stepping into it. But as you learn about it, as you go about and you want to learn about it, it won't be as awkward and it won't be as funny to you. I, I, I remember one time, man, and I, I take this back when I had first stopped drinking and I went to a party, right? I went to this party. I went to the party. Everybody was excited to see me because they thinking, oh, we finna kick it now. Stay in here. We finna drink. We finna turn up, baby. I was like, cool. So I got there. Everybody was excited to see me and they noticed that I wasn't drinking. So since they noticed that I wasn't drinking, they was, it, it was kind of getting kind of awkward because everybody was offering me a drink and I wasn't taking. I was like, cool. So they started thinking something was wrong. They were like, what happened? Did you get in a wreck? Did you get in an accident? Like, you know, what happened? You got arrested. What was going on? Are you sick? They was asking me different things to kind of pick my brain to see like what was really going on. Cause I know staying here, almighty drink. I know he ain't quit. So it's kind of awkward for them to ask me that, ask me those questions. So once everybody got settled in and they was cool with it, was somewhat cool with it. And you know, I'm still joking around and laughing, you know, kind of being myself, but it was still kind of funny being around everybody not drinking. It was kind of off for me because 
usually when I'm in this setting with my people that I'm, I usually kick it with, we usually all of us drinking and it usually of all of us having fun. So me coming around being sober around them, it was kind of awkward to me, but they were still my people. But the reason it was awkward because I wasn't drinking. They were still doing what they was doing. And I'm I'm sitting around. I'm like, okay, this cool, this cool, this cool. But now what I do to myself? I'm not drinking. What what else can I do? You know? But in the midst of all that, people did notice a change in me. And so with them noticing that change in me, I remember uh, one one cat I was cool with called me out. So I, we went outside and we was chopping it up. And he started telling me about different things that was going on in his life. And he wanted to eventually quit drinking and quit. And some of the things that was going on in his life, he wanted he wanted it to stop. And not only he wanted to, the situations to stop, he wanted to stop being who he was when he was drinking. And I was like, that's cool, man. And as he was talking, I sit back and I was just listening. But at the same time, I was saying a little prayer like, man... Lord, what should I do? What should, should I say something or should I cut them off? So I just listened the whole time. But at the same time, it was something that was laid on my heart to pray for him, but I hadn't been doing that before. So it felt kind of awkward to me to pray for him within that setting, you know? And I felt bad because I didn't do it because it was kind of weird to me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say it was weird. It was just awkward and I was afraid to do it. You know, because I thought what people do, what people think. You, you see what I'm saying? I, I'm thinking, what, what would they think about me? I'm busting now. We kicking in. I just bust out praying and this and that. And so I was like, you know what? Cool. I didn't do nothing. So the next day, it was still heavy on me. And I ended up calling. I ended up praying for him. But that was just one of the situations that it was kind of awkward to me. But I still kind of worked through it to get to the point where now I'm, I'm comfortable with doing it. I'm okay with doing it. And so let me say this. Most people do the same thing the same way, yet expect different results. You do the same thing the same way, yet you expect the same results. And then this is the thing. If you've been doing stuff for a while, don't don't expect it just to change overnight. You know, and you talking about you need different results. It's going to take small steps in order to get to those results that you want to have. Don't expect, okay, <clears throat> excuse me, don't expect to say that I'm going to fix my credit and next month your credit is going to be at an 800 and you at a 300 now. Well, you at a you at a 100 now and you expect your credit score to be 800 next month. Now, it's going to take time. It's going to take you sitting down and planning that thing out in order for it to get to the level that you want to be at. So just because the results not happen right now, but you're taking the steps, you can see the progress. So as you start to do stuff different and get your credit together, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. But if you continue not taking care of your credit, not paying your bills on time, not doing the things that you need to do with your credit, overusing on your credit cards, you continue to do those things, then you're going to have the same results that you had the last six months. But if you take the next six months and start working on that, I'm going to pay this down. I'm going to pay this off. I'm going to pay this on time. I'm going to get this, this this situated with this debt. I'm going to get this situated with this debtor. Once you get that started, getting that situated, 
then you'd be like, okay, I'm not doing the same thing I used to do, but now I can see the results of me changing what I used to do, even if it's small bits, if it's small chunks. It don't take but a little bit to start getting your credit right. It don't take but a little bit of working out and eating right to start getting your health right. It don't take but a little bit of you working on your business every day in order to, to build your business up. It don't take but a little bit of conversation to get that relationship back with your with your child or get that relationship that um back with your spouse. It don't take but a little bit to get that back with your family. It ain't going to work overnight. No, you just work little bit by little bit by little bit by little bit. Before you know it, you got a loving relationship with your family. You got a blooming business. You got better credit. You got better health. But it's going to happen little bit by little bit. But don't expect to do the same thing that you've been doing over the last 10 or 15 years and respect different results because it's not going to happen. So I'm talking to me, too. Don't don't think when I'm on here talking to y'all like, oh, well, I got it all together. No, I'm getting it, though. And I'm taking these small little steps to get to that place Well, I'm building a better relationship with the people around me, with my family, with my kids, with my wife, with God. Just getting everything situated a little bit by little bit, study working on it every day, every day, every day, getting a little bit better, getting a little bit better, getting a little bit better. But I never get there if I was doing the same thing that I was doing before. So, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Give me a give me your listening ear for a little bit. Look, like, comment, subscribe. If you like the con- content that we provide, just drop a comment below. If you don't like the content, drop a comment below. You know, and if if, if it's somebody that you think that this information, this content can help, go ahead and, and share it with them. Go ahead and send it to them and let them know. All right. So thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace.